Happy Happy holidays. holidays. And Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. I'm Daya. I'm Jer. Oh, what did you say? Were you so tired? He's someone <laughs> having an identity crisis. I'm Reese, and we are literally, literally dead. dead. A horror podcast. Yes, we well, hope you're having a good uh, winter season. Yeah. If you're choosing to celebrate this year, hope you're having a good one. Yeah, is everyone feeling Christmassy? I've not been feeling that Christmassy this year. No, no. You're struggling to get into the spirit. I am a bit, but even when I'm struggling, I do watch Christmas movies. Yes, yeah, same. Because it doesn't cost any money, and um, and I can do it at home, which is why I do most things actually. <laughs> What's your go-to Christmas movie? Oh, my go-to! I love um, I love Home Alone. Of course. I love uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, <laughs> and I really like. Oh my god, there's one more. I really like Tokyo Godfathers, and nobody's fucking heard of that movie. It's an anime film from the 90s, and it's amazing. Go watch it. It is the best Christmas movie. Okay. Those are some really good choices. Uh, what's your go-to Christmas movie? The Grinch. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. The Grinch. Yeah. I don't know. The that... old one or the new one? The old one. Mm. I mean, new one's all right. New I'm one. not one of those haters. Yeah, no, the new one's okay. But the old one, obviously. Mm. Oh, I love me a bit, Grinch. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <sighs> <sighs> It's a very festive movie. I haven't watched that one yet. Maybe I will when I go home with my sister. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I find that Christmas movies really help me get in the spirit. Or Christmas music. I don't know. I think the last couple of years, I feel like I get very Christmassy in like November. And then it just falls off as soon as December starts. I get really influenced by like, um, like the mood of the people around me. So if they're not feeling Christmassy, then I'm not going to feel Christmassy. Or especially by the house. Like if we've not decorated it yet. I won't feel Christmassy. Um, but I'm I'm usually good, pretty good. I buy my Christmas presents quite early, usually. Apart from, apart from like, a couple last-minute ones. But I'm really good at that. Are okay. you? Um, yeah, I'm really good. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Well, no, my presents are as consistent as my paychecks, so. Not very. <laughs> But it's not. It's not about. It's not about. It's not, I love the idea of like giving to other people. Like seeing yeah. someone open something that I've like wrapped, and I've even though I'm awful at wrapping, but I'm great at gift giving. So seeing someone be happy, like someone I love, happy at something they can use, I I feel like it, it brings me a lot of joy. Yeah, I mean I'm glad. Yeah. Well, obviously today we're a horror podcast, so we're doing a Christmas horror. Which, what do you think about the combination of Christmas and horror? I think it can be done really well, and I think it could be done really shit. I think the last episodes we did, Dead Snow, they're great winter episodes, so I do tend to watch them in winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Violet Night only came out last year, which is the movie we're doing today. Yeah. Um, but I've not really watched all that many Christmas horrors. I don't like the I don't like the idea of Santa getting hurt. Like it really hurts. <laughs> it really hurts me. Like when Santa gets beat up in like Family Guy, I hate that episode okay, so much. What about much. like Evil Santa though? Evil Santa, I can I can deal with evil Santa. Yeah. But I don't like it when it's like an innocent guy dressed up in a Santa costume getting beaten up. I really hate it. It really it makes me really sad. I mean that's fair enough. But today obviously we watched Violent Night. Yeah. Do you want to give a bit of information on the film? While I read my notes, what is your favourite Christmas horror film? 
Honestly, it might be this one now. Okay. It may be this one. Um, yeah. I mean, I've watched a lot. Krampus was very interesting. That one came out when we were in secondary school mm-hmm. and we were all going to go and see it. We never did. I, well, I mean, I saw it. Oh, fair enough. I, I haven't, <laughs> still haven't seen it. That's the one I want to watch after my sister goes to bed after we watch The Grinch. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, a very vague memory of it, but I just found it very interesting because especially because that was my first like proper introduction mm. to Krampus. I mean, obviously, uh, Krampus is a... It's a, it's a German Mr. demon thing that will take your kids away if you are bad on Christmas. I think. I think. You know what? Google it yourself. Anyway. <laughs> you know, benefit of the listener, Google it yourself. Do your own research. In fact, what's the opposite of benefit? To not benefit the listener? Research yourself. There you go. So, Violent Night is about Father Christmas and he attempts to stop a home invasion. That is right. Oh my god. The best way to describe this film, Violent Night, is Santa Claus Die Hard. I I would argue it's just a really grown-up version of Home Alone. Mm, I think one scene would suggest that, but besides that scene, it is Die Hard. Have you seen Die Hard? No, I haven't. It's Die Hard. I, oh, I tried to watch Die Hard. Die Hard on Film 4 the other day, mm-hmm. and then I fell asleep. <laughs> and it wasn't because the film was bad. I just, like, I was so tired. Well... Watch it sometime. I'll um, watch it after I watch Krampus. A, <laughs> after a, I watch The Grinch. The Grinch, Krampus, and then Die Hard. Yeah. That's not a bad night. It's the three wise films. It's really not. Although I'd maybe move it around. Maybe do The Grinch last. I feel like it'd be nice. No, but i am probably watch The Grinch with my... Because uh, I'm babysitting, so... Oh, true. I just feel like I, I like something nice after something really rough. But yeah, the Violet Night, this film is Santa Claus doing a Die Hard and... Trying to save some people. Yeah. Instead of an office, it's a mansion. Um, do you what do you think is worse? Um, office people or rich people? Rich people. <laughs> rich um, office people. Rich office people, that is like one of the horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Okay. Who stars in this film? <sighs> you don't you don't want you have you're gonna make me say David Hubber. David Harbour. David Harbour. We love David Harbour. We are David Harbour stands. I mean, I'm more of like a whore. I mean, um, fan is the word. He's okay. He's good in this movie. Well, on this side of the podcast, we are big David Harbour. Harbour. David Harbour. My sister started that when watching the film and I can't stop. And I... Mm. I'm so sorry, everyone. But David Harbour. No. David Harbour. David Harbour is so fine. Oh, and he, in this film, oh. he is Father Christmas in this film. But fun fact for Christmas. Are you ready? Yeah. Because we did fun facts Halloween. We're doing fun facts for Christmas. <laughs> you, okay. This is directed by Tommy Wakola, who is the guy who directed Dead Snow One and Two. It was completely accidental, and then we looked at who directed the movies on Letterboxd the other day, and boom, we've been doing three day Tommy Wakola films in a fucking row. We're big fans, apparently. Come on the podcast. <laughs> talk about your talk about your movies. Oh. Yeah. I'd love that. First scene opens up. David Haber is in a pub. Yeah, and he's obviously Santa Claus, and he's, you know, throwing back some drinks with another Santa Claus. Who buys him a drink, he's like, 
Here's a here's a drink for a fellow Santa. <laughs> you know, he thinks he's just sort of like sharing a drink with another mall Santa. Yeah. And they have a little conversation about, oh, how long have you been Santa Claus? Oh, tough job, right? Mm. And David Harbour's like, I don't know how long I've been Santa Claus. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, And then he gets up to leave and he like fully reveals that he's Santa because he gives the barmaid... um a game that her grandson wants and then he goes on the roof and she goes up and she's like you're on the roof what the fuck are you doing yeah and he's he's just a drunkard that's about to jump (laughs) off (laughs) suicidal santa (laughs) but she looks up and she sees him and his reindeer flying through the sky and then he vomits on her (laughs) because he's drunk what do you call it drunk slaying drunk drunk he's drunk driving (laughs) he's drunk driving his reindeer and he throws up on her and her mouth is fully open. Oh, it's so cute because she looks up in awe and just like, wow, this majestic, beautiful thing. And he's like, <laughs> right in her mouth. I mean, and even after she seemed a bit grateful. You would be grateful for that, wouldn't well, you? Well, I mean, save her. Save oh. her. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> but yeah, um, it was a really good, I think, opening scene. It added a bit of comedy, which I think a touch of comedy always goes so well with horror. I, I love a horror comedy. Um, I think that they were my gateway into horror because I couldn't deal with the horror movies in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So watching like Tucker and Dale with you um, and like other horror comedies like Scary Movie and that really like um, introduced me to the genre in a way I could palette. That's really sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think it was a really good opening scene to Violent Night as well because I feel like it let us know right off the bat that he's one, obviously the real Sansa, but two, he's not like the traditional Santa you think of. And three, he's got a severe alcohol problem. <laughs> Fun fact for Christmas. Fun fact for Christmas. Santa Claus is an alcoholic. Can you blame him? No. No. <laughs> no. Christmas is hard. Times is hard. God, he's got put in so much work. Yeah. What's your favorite horror comedy? Oh, horror comedy? Yeah, because we were just talking about them. I do like the scary movies, some of them. Mm, Call me me lame. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, actually, I feel like I know what is my favourite and I cannot for life when you think of it. Oh, no. So, yeah, I'll just say I like the scary, scary movies. I like What We Do in the Shadows. That was one of my favourite movies for the longest time. It no longer is, but, like, it is a really great horror comedy. It is. It is really good. Also, I just checked my notes to see what scene comes next. And all I've said is I hate kids. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I remember this. It, so you meet the family who get invaded. <laughs> the next you meet the dad, Jason, the mum, Alva, and the daughter, Gertrude. And you, you re- the dad is being picked up by the mum and the daughter, and they're in the car together. So you're like, why is the dad being picked up? Hmm? What's going on? Yeah. Um, and then the kid does... I don't want no scrubs. There you go, sitting in the passenger side of, of his, his ex, best, oh, ex-wives. Right. Oh my god. Sitting in the passenger side of, of his, his ex-wives, ex-wives ride, ride. Trying to holler at me. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely not. And she does the home alone scream. That's why you did um I hate kids. That's why you wrote that. Because yeah. I remember we watched this together. And as soon as she did the ah! I can't do it. I'm not doing that loudly. I refuse. I said I hate kids. Yeah. Also, because she, like, guilt trips her parents. Oh, she does. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this girl already. Mommy, daddy didn't take me to see Santa this year. 
Yeah. How's he gonna know what I want? She did it on purpose too. She like did. she waited until they were together, and and she decides to drop the bomb, being like, "Oh yeah, he didn't take me." Um, yeah, mom, he didn't like trying to start an argument between her parents. Meanwhile, Santa's- she's all like, "Oh, I just wish my parents would get back together." But there you are, stirring trouble. She knew what she was doing, little bitch. She's trying to make them fight <laughs> so that they may make up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's smarter than I give her credit for. Maybe. I mean, we see later in the film, she's pretty smart. I mean, right off the bat, I already didn't like her or her family. So I already was like, oh, okay. How am I going to sympathize for them? But I I didn't mind the kid. She was a guilt trippy one. But I thought the child actor did pretty well in this one. And I'm usually oh, not the performance biggest. performance was good, yeah. The performance was good. And usually I'm not the biggest fan of child actors. So uh, they drive to the dad. Jason's um, mom's house. She's a fucking rich lady. She's billionaire rich. She's more than Elon Musk rich. Supposedly. Supposedly. She's cute. We're going to call her grandma. Evil grandma. Yeah. She is rich. Ooh, she's expensive. But we get introduced to the family members. One of the first we get introduced to is Jason's sister. We'll call her Messy Aunt. Messy Aunt, because no one remembers her name. No. She's... She is wine drunk. She's she's already wine drunk. She's sparkly and she's a bitch. That's who I want to be when I'm 40. She... She goes up to Alva, the ma- the ex-wife of Jason, and she goes, did you gain weight? It looks good on you. <laughs> and then she goes to the bartender, because they they're so rich, they have all these servants running around the mansion doing shit, serving drinks, even though there's like five of them in the house. <laughs> um, and she goes, you should smile, sweetie. It's Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. It's Christmas. And then the, the the woman smiles and she's like, that's better. <laughs> oh, she's such a bitch. I love her. Oh, she's so rude. <laughs> love it. Oh, and she has a son who we find out is in a lot of trouble. He d- he did a sexual assault. At school and they're rich. so And the grandma paid him off. Yeah. But also very unusual because he's very gay. That boy is gay. I do believe that. He is very gay. You looked at him and you went, homosexual. Homosexual. Mm. <laughs> I, I think he was overcompensating with that sexual assault. <laughs> I think he was trying to cover up something. He's the gayest thing I've ever seen. He went, I'm straight. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'll prove it. <laughs> but he thinks he sexually assaulted himself. I think it's such a weird addition to this movie to, to add in like a really serious thing. Like, oh yeah, the grandma just paid off uh, this kid to, to be this kid's sexual assault. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Because the rest of this movie is gory and as like, you know, I think violent it was, as it is, it doesn't kind of go into that at all. So I found that kind of weird. That is, it was weird, but I think it just adds to the image of just hating this family. I yeah. think I got like halfway through when I really was like, wow, I don't care for this family and i start to realize oh that's kind of intentional yeah. it's just annoying irritating rich people so i think it was just to add to yeah. the image of like these are just bad people um the messy aunt has a boyfriend who's an actor and he's fucking dumb as shit yeah the and he keeps so dumb. referencing his own movies he's like yeah pedro marine in this movie death steel or some shit i don't know yeah some dumb shit we yeah. should watch death steel the movie's not real yeah but like <laughs> I just thought it'd be another good part to uh, double bill. No, no, another double bill. Oh my god, I'm not, I'm never getting out the editing room, which is my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. Yeah. I love that for you though. It means we don't have to pay an editor. How great is that? And then we meet 
grandma. And a really funny exchange happens because the, the messy aunt's family come forward and then Jason's family, they sit backwards and they wait. And then the messy aunt's family are like, why isn't he sucking up like us? So they run back and they stand at the back with him. And then the grandma comes in and she's like, why the fuck are you all at the back? Come say hello. Yeah, they're all scared of her. And can I just say, this is the moment I realized she was rich because her wig was a mess. And I was like, rich people always have shitty wigs. This is when I knew she had money. She doesn't need to she doesn't need to pay to look good because she can just pay people to say she looks good. Exactly. That's how you know. Um, but yeah, they're her all afraid. Suit slayed, though. She was wearing like a suit. And I was like, oh my god, business casual at dinner. She was powerful, but they were all scared of her. And yeah. they all come forward and like, hi, hi. Um, don't hurt me. And, and they were arguing over who was the biggest suck up. And <laughs> and um Messi Aunt goes, well, you named your daughter Gertrude after the grandma. And then Alva goes, yeah, and you named your son Bertrude. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she wanted a girl. And she's like, not everyone's lucky enough to have daughters like you. <laughs> and I was looking at her little gay son like, is she sure she didn't have a daughter? <laughs> and the son was like, I'm right here, mom. <laughs> oh, I loved it. So toxic. Um, oh, it's a mess. I love it when... I love oh, and then um, there was a moment where uh, she's talking about her daughter to the grandmother and she says... Oh yeah, her name's Gertrude, but we call her Trudy. And Grandma goes, it "Sounds like what? It sounds like a prostitute." What she, she, she sounds like a whore. Yeah, she sounds like we call her Trudy. Hmm, sounds like a whore. <laughs> and, then like, and then she just moves on. They're like, "All right, let's have dinner." <laughs> just done. Like she's made the statement that Trudy is a whore's name. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, um, <laughs> they have their greetings, whatever. Ooh. Sorry, I just love how toxic this family is. <laughs> they're a mess, but they're just like they're, they're so toxic in a fun way to watch. Like when, yeah. when a movie family is toxic, that's what I'm watching. When a movie family's perfect, like in like in World War Z, I fucking hate that movie because the family's perfect. Yeah. I love the family in this. They're absolutely messed and they hate yeah. each other and they're all bad people. And honestly, I like that. Yeah. I liked that it was different. It wasn't like hey, this innocent family that, you know, means none of them were really innocent. I mean I guess Trudy's mother. Trudy's mom. And maybe Trudy, even though she's a bit manipulative. <laughs> Trudy's a bit annoying. And also she ends up like a real... She, she kills someone. <laughs> is that a spoiler? It is a spoiler. <laughs> and we've forgotten to give you a spoiler warning. But you know what? At this point, you should know. It's what? Seven episodes in and you yeah. still don't know? Yeah. Honestly. Fucking pay attention. <laughs> pay the fuck attention. <laughs> Um, Our five viewers yeah. are going to be so pissed. Trudy's mother <laughs> is the only innocent one. Slay. Uh, the rest of them are insufferable. I think because the yeah the rest of them are just insufferable. Fully, fully. Uh, so we get to that night, and we see Trudy and her parents uh, having a nice little conversation. And Trudy has made cookies for Santa Claus, homemade cookies, and they're very shit. Oh, another annoying thing with Trudy. So she she's made these cookies, and she's like, I made these for Santa Claus. And then it's bedtime. And that's when she, like, again, grasses up her dad. And yeah. it's just, she's starting drama because she doesn't want to go to bed. Yeah. What an annoying break. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Kids love to act up before bedtime because they don't want to go to sleep. They do. They do. I cannot stand kids. Not um, for me. Glad I never was one. Then we get a drunk Santa montage. And we learn something very important that we should all take to heart. Yeah. Santa hates consumerism. Yeah. Down with capitalism. Santa is... He's wearing red because he's a communist. A, he's a communist. Yeah, that's why he wears red. Just like me for real. Just like me for real. And then it cuts back to Trudy and her family and her dad. Uh, she's like, oh, but 
we didn't write letters to Santa this year. And then the dad's like, oh, fuck, I've got to, I've got to fix another situation my child has caused. So he goes <laughs> and he finds a walkie-talkie um, and he wraps it up and he unwraps well, it. He gives it to her and he's like, you can have one present early. It's a magical walkie-talkie to talk to Santa and tell him what you want. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of cute. The two parents leave Trudy in her room. And they have an argument. And, well, they eavesdrop. They eavesdrop, yeah. They eavesdrop on Trudy talking to Santa Claus on her walkie-talkie. And she says, I just I just really want my parents to I get back want, together again. I just want my parents to love each other again. I really miss spaghetti. I love that performance for you. Thank you. I should be the actor. Right? I don't know what to say. <laughs> But yeah, um, and then they have a little bit of an argument because, you know, why wouldn't you argue when your daughter says, I love my parents and I want them to love each other? Well, the thing is, is Jason forgot to take his kid to see Santa. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Sorry. What movie is that from? It's my life. I was kissing David Hubble. <laughs> yeah, but who's calling you mommy, Andrew? Who's not? <laughs> who's not calling me mommy is the question. That's awful. So cut back to David Harbour. David Harbour. David Harbour as Santa Claus. And he is making himself at home. He is. He's arrived at the mansion. It's important to note that he has the magical ability to sort of fade his way down a chimney by tapping his nose. He touches his nose and it's so cute because he goes... And it like makes like a little magical sneezy sound. And he turns into like stardust (laughs) and he just up the chimney or down the chimney. Yeah. But he makes himself at home. He eats those shitty cookies. He says, mm, homemade. He sits on the recliner chair. And he's like, he has the milk and then he looks at the grandma's liquor cabinet and he's like, mm, Ooh, yeah. top shelf shit. <laughs> so he sort of like dashes out the milk and then fills the glass with brandy or whiskey. Yeah, and he sits in a fucking massage chair and he's in the massage chair and he's like, with the brandy and the cookie and whatever. I mean, it's Santa Claus. He can have what he wants. <laughs> And on top of that, he's David Harbour, so he can have what he wants. He don't want you! He does! In some world, he does. In some, in some world. Listen, leave me alone. I can dream. You know what? No, I had my I had my episode of Thirsting with um, Marcella in the beginning. Have yeah. <sighs> Merry Christmas. Oh, also, there's a lot of back and forth to this film. To the family, to Santa Claus, to the bad guys, which we'll get to eventually. It's like in Dead Snow when they kept cutting from each person again and again and again. Yeah. He's, he's kept that editing technique up and it works really well in the film. But it's really fucking weird to talk about because you can't remember who's cut to who. Mm-hmm. Like uh, at this point while he's making himself at home, we cut back to the family and grandma is talking to Messy Aunt and the gay son. And she says... um. Uh, I beg. Was it I, when he was small? I begged you to beat him, and oh, I felt yeah. like because he's making more fucking TikTok videos. Yeah, and she says when he was small, I begged you to beat him, and I thought, Grandma, you're under something. <laughs> Messy aunt. She wasn't a, so much of a suck up that she would beat her own kid. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I feel like she was more so just a lazy parent. Maybe she could have hired a nanny to do it then. Maybe Grandma wouldn't pay for it. She's like, you have to be your own kids. <laughs> be your own kids. It's the least you can do. <laughs> oh my God. Child abuse, isn't that... It's an omen. It's a sign. Don't beat your children. 
Don't beat your children. It's good enough. Merry Christmas. I kind of just want to dash it down. <laughs> um, so the next scene, we are introduced to the main villains in the movie. Mr. Scrooge, who kills the lovely doorman, uh, doorman at the gate. Yeah, and just to clarify, these are just like criminals with code names. Yeah, and then we <laughs> it's get not the actual Scrooge. And then we get a um a montage ish of it cuts to all the different criminals around the house doing different things. There's one hacking. There's one got um arming themselves. There's two killing people around the mansion. Mm-hmm. The you know the regular servants, and they all have Christmas code names. Yeah, they've got gingerbread, uh, sugar plum, candy cane. Uh, tinsel, frosty. Krampus. Krampus, yeah, he's yeah. my favorite because he's crazy. Yeah, he was, yeah. Krampus is the crazy one. Yeah, Mr. Scrooge is the main one. Yeah, he's the leader. Mr. Scrooge is the leader of these yeah. criminals, and it's very high style. They're very much checking in with yeah. each other. Sugar Plum here, Krampus yeah. here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Go for tinsel. Go it's for criminal frosty. Takeover. Yeah. Um, it starts with us seeing, uh, Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge. At the gates with the security guard at the, who guards the gate. Yeah. And um, he distracts him for a moment. And he says, oh, what are you doing? And he pretty much shoots him in the head. Yeah, he does. Um, it's a bit of a bubble burst moment. Because like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. here we are. It's, it's getting violent. And Father Christmas wakes up. Because he hears the shooting in the hallway. Yeah. Because he's made himself at home. Let's not forget. He fall asleep. He's had a drunk nap. We've all had a drunk nap in a stupid place. Yeah, but he's working. Like, yeah. damn. Oh, my God. You're on the clock. I passed out drunk once and came late to an edit once. <laughs> I still feel bad about that to this day, but that movie's great. That short film is fucking great. Yeah, he was that out. Secondary Strobe, it's, an, uh, it's a documentary about deaf swimmers. Yeah. So there you go. It Watch good. it if you, it's available to you. I don't think it really is because it's in the festival circuit. Well, keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, so as this is happening, the takeoff happens, the sort of main security in the building immediately uh, prepare to protect grandma obviously yep. the evil grandma where's the word i'm looking for they want to take her to the panic room and they're like the matriarch that's it yeah and they're um and the messy aunt's with her at the time she's like why don't you take us with you why don't you take me why don't you take me and then <laughs> and then grandma looks back at her children and she says nope and she just keeps walking. All her security guides go, we're, we're protecting the primary asset. Yeah, but grandma had every, like, you know, power to just say, oh, yeah, we'll take them too. But yeah. no, she turned around. She said, no, I'm, yeah. nope. nope. And she she goes running. And then Mr. Scrooge curls up and he's like, absolutely not. Sit in the living room, bitch. Which I felt. If it was me, I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, It depends how, you know, big or small my safe room is. But I'm not wasting my time saving... Little little sexual assault, little messy bitch, and wannabe actor. No, you I can feel die. Like, Bye. I feel like I would just take my favorites. Like obviously Trudy's one of her favorites, so I would take. So she she would take Trudy. Was she though? Because if you don't, she re- gave her a cuddle. She's the only one okay. she gave a cuddle to. Call me terrible. And she was the only one she smiled at. But like, if you don't like people, and you end up in this situation where you're like, I wouldn't be killing them, but if I leave them, they will die. Are you not going to take that chance? Like, is that not the most amazing opportunity ever? You get to get rid of someone you hate without having to be in direct responsibility for their death. I guess so. But at the same time, these are her heirs. Like, 
I think I might be a murderer. <laughs> but isn't Jason her favorite? So she could take Jason with her, but she chooses. But he's not actually there. He's trying to escape in a different way. But then they all get rounded up and put into the living room. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what we say. Grandma's escape does not work. No. Mr. Scrooge sh- shows up and he says, "Go into the living room." Yeah. So she ends up in the living room. Rounded back up with her family, who she abandoned. Yeah. And- to be honest, and you know what's so sad? It really goes to show what a like bitch of a mum she is because. Even when she comes back, no one really holds it against her. It's like, yeah, we expected we just, it. Yeah. Like, we do. That's grandma. <laughs> Not any worse than anything else she's ever Classic done. Classic Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> we love grandma. She's sickening. <laughs> Listen, she understands priorities. Okay? The actress for this is great. She, oh, she She is. plays her so well. I really liked the actress in um, Insatiable. Is it? Oh, she's insatiable. I haven't seen that show. Yeah. Oh, and there are some really fucking great lines in this um, in this film. There's this really good one um, when they're taking out the security guys watching all the cameras and one of them goes, you know, you Americans celebrate Christmas, but you don't celebrate my favorite holiday. And he goes, oh yeah, what's that? <gasps> Boxing day. I love a shitty action line like that. I think that fabulous i think more movies should have them yeah. i want a stupid line like that in every movie <laughs> it's like i'm in, in this moment too santa claus has his first encounter with one of the members yeah. of the bad guys and he has his first fight the fight is good <laughs> well can i just say because i didn't know where this film was going yeah because obviously it's the first time watching it yeah but I didn't know where Santa Claus's fighting abilities were going to start. Mm. I didn't know if he was like, oh, he's a magical guy and he's just going to immediately be able to fight. But no, Santa Claus gets his ass beat. In that first fight, Santa Claus is fighting for his life. <laughs> like, he's like, he doesn't even care about the fact that there's a child in this house. He is just. I don't think he knows this. Well, he kind of does, but you know what I mean? Yeah, he does. He was there to deliver presents. Yeah, but he doesn't see that. He doesn't see the yeah, truth yet. But he just wanted to leave. Like, he just wanted to get. He was fighting for his life. That man was whooping Santa's ass. Like, he's, he just like, woke up from a drunk nap have you ever woken up from one of those but it's just the funniest fight of him just like genuinely fighting for his life it's not impressive it's just like wow careful Santa although it does make you want to root for him yeah um I thought he was going to be like this like instant like powerful hero but no he was just getting tossed around oh my god and at one point the fucking guy he like gets knocked the guy who's attacking Santa gets knocked over and his gun like sprays bullets into the ceiling and he can just hear the reindeers like fuck off and he's like guys no take me with you his reindeer abandoned him Oh yeah, God. that's very important to know is that at this point he's ready to have abandoned him. They were he like, can't fuck. go. <laughs> he can't like, leave if he wanted to. A, listen, they took, you know, grandma's advice and they said, all for themselves. We'll come back and see if you're alive in the morning. <laughs> they said, let's just go for a little fly. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and he gets his first kill in this fight. This On first an fight. icicle. On an icicle. It's an accidental kill. Yeah. But they are fighting together. He shoves a man through a window. Yep. And he falls down onto this huge icicle. Yeah. And it impales him. And obviously he's like, oh my God, I've just killed someone. Oh my God. Like Mm -hmm. freaks out, tries to like gather his stuff and then goes to run away when he... um... Oh, do you know what's so funny? I watched this movie with my parents at one point and my dad just goes to me after he kills the guy with the icicle. He's like, you know, an icicle is the perfect murder weapon because it will melt. (laughs) I think my dad wants to kill me. Fun fact for Christmas. Fun fact for Christmas. An icicle's the perfect murder weapon. 
<laughs> sharp enough, I guess. Oh. But yeah, as Santa Claus tries to flee the scene, because he's like, fuck this. Yeah. That's when he notices Trudy. Trudy through the window. And he's like, oh, shit. There's a little girl in here. I can't just abandon her. Yeah. And doesn't he go and he tries to find the gate man, right? Mm-hmm. But then he sees he's dead and that the phone is gone. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to go back and save this child. Yeah, and it sinks in the situation he's dealing with. Yeah. This is a home invasion. This is takeover. Whew. Yeah. But yeah, it's very sweet. He does decide from that moment that like, okay, I got to get this little girl out. I got to save her. And that's when he becomes a hero. Hero Santa. Hero Santa. Can I just say first, like when Santa Claus looks back in that window and he sees Trudy and stuff, like, and he decides he's going to save this family. I really just, I really don't think he knows who they are because there is no one in that family to care about no they are so annoying like i would have just i wouldn't have turned back i mean even trudy she's the one innocent in that building and even she's annoying (laughs) she might be well behaved at school but she's annoying i didn't find her that annoying but okay i just don't like children fun fact for christmas stop trying to use my thing i hate kids no, I love children. They're so sweet and they're the future. Um, they're the future. <laughs> no. Um so Mr. Mm. So Mr. Scrooge he goes to grandma and he's like, I want to get into that vault. Because the vault there's a sh- vault in the house full of stolen money in that the, the American government gave to them to to stir up conflict around the world. But the money went missing. No, that missing, that's quotation not- marks. Oh yeah. In in the height of like the war and stuff. Yeah, in the height of the war. So that means that that family has that money. Yeah, they just pocketed it, and we're like, oh, war is messy. We don't know where the money went. Yeah, but they've been sitting on it. Three hundred million was it? In the house, and that's just probably their cat. That's just their pocket change. <laughs> that's that's in the basement. Yeah. And she says, "Well, you're never gonna get in there." Um, it's also revealed that she has a panic button. Yeah. Which once she presses, changes. The combination. Oh, and it and it announce and it alerts their kill squad that they're in danger. Yeah, she's got like a personal kill squad that will come and protect her. Yeah. So they've been notified. But Scrooge already knew this. That's what he says. He says he grabs her wrist and he's like, Oh, your panic button with the kill squad? I already knew, bitch. I already knew. I already knew. I already knew. I've been new. I did my research. I'm like, oh. it's just I did my dissertation on this fucking family, bitch. <laughs> I have quotes from books. Yeah, and he did have a stab reference in. Oh, God, yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> I really- oh, yeah. Something I want to mention in this movie, and we mentioned this in the Boogeyman episode, the Christmas lights in this movie were fucking great. Yeah. They were not the shitty ones. Mm-hmm. They were constant. They weren't flashing, and it was fabulous. And they were pretty. They were They were so gorgeous. Nice. Like, if you have money, just do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Christmas lights in this movie, fabulous. Money sparkles. Yeah. No, they were gorgeous lights. I think yeah. I would have those kind of lights, personally. Mm. I prefer, I mean, I've already said this before in the other episode, but I prefer, like, the white, like, or yellow toned, like, mm. really wholesome, like, yeah. vibes. I love the, like, you know, the green and the red. Yeah. You know, used here and there to add that little bit of, like, homey, home, homemade tackiness. Like, that's just adorable. But, yeah, for me, it's the yellow lights. My family does, like, a red gold green kind of themes we have a lot of red um on our tree and in our room because we decorate it with loads of little like nissa men mm-hmm. so yeah oh, i love it it's great oh, love it. maybe i'm feeling christmasy i don't know oh. maybe by the end of this episode i feel christmasy christmas 
Sparkle, sparkle. Sparkle, sparkle. Love it. I would say too, one of my favorite things about this film is that, and you kind of get this from Santa Claus's first fight. Yeah. But it's just, it's not like Santa Claus just being this like great, scary, you know, spirit. He's just like a jolly old saint, like winging it. And I think that's so fucking enjoyable. He's a happy little drunk fat man. He's just like my granddad, for real. Just trying his best. Chugging along. Yeah. <laughs> They're all being held hostage and she's like, mm-hmm. like oh, we're going to kill someone to get the, the answers. Okay. And then Scrooge and his gang find the dead body of the guy in the icicle. And then Santa is found in the games room by another guy. Yeah. And they have another fight. And This one's this a fight, little bit better. This fight is more inventive and fun because they're fighting with the magic bag. Like, he's pulling stuff out and he's like, game, game. Why can't anyone wish for a fucking sword? <laughs> and he pulls out and I think it's like a, something like a skewer. It was like a golf club, I think. Okay, a golf club. And he fights him with that for a bit. And at one point, the other guy grabs his bag and um, Santa pulls out something from the bag to hit him with. Um... It's very funny. And at one point, Santa grabs a pool balls and puts it in a sock and swing, 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 <laughs> and smacks it in his, fa- his hands and his face and everything. And it's fabulous. <laughs> I think more fight scenes, uh, as someone who really likes seeing like fight scenes, martial arts and all that kind of stuff, I want more fight scenes to use random fucking props. Yeah, it's that vibe of anything and everything's a weapon. Absolutely. In it's a fight, you're not, gonna, you're not gonna be looking out to see, oh, I can't fight with that. Yes, you can. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. I mean, again, that's what I love about it. It just felt like he was winging it and just the random objects. I, I liked how uncalculated it seemed. Mm. I thought it was just so fun and it, and it really, it felt more intense because of that. Because it was like, oh God, like the stakes are high and nothing's sure. If he was just this like great killing machine, then you yeah. wouldn't be as stressed. But he just stressed because he's like, oh, please just get something you can actually kill him with. <laughs> <laughs> Out this damn bag. Yeah. Oh, and he kills him with fucking ornaments. Yeah. Oh, I got a question. He gets a, oh, sorry, man. What are you wishing for Christmas? And do you think it, if Santa pulled it out of the bag, it'd be, it'd be a good weapon? Um, I wish for uh, a communist government for Christmas. Is he going to pull that out of the bag? I don't think he can, because Jeremy Corbyn's already here. <laughs> oh, <I> Jeremy was... <laughs> Corbyn! <laughs> Love you, Jezza. What are you wishing for Christmas? Happiness. <laughs> for all. You don't wish for David Hubbard. David Hubbard. Do you want him to come down your chimney? <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a valid question. Yes. I fucking knew it. I want to find uh, David Harbour under my tree this year. So I guess if, up. if he pulled himself out of the bag, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You just see the magic bag under the tree and he just steps <laughs> out of it. Okay, anyway, so he gets to this, this fight, this magical bag fight that he wings the hell out of. So good. And he, ske- oh. he gets a Christmas, the, the evil guy gets a Christmas ornament in his fucking eye. Yeah. And then he gets wrapped up in, uh, no, and then Santa turns on the electricity and the light turns on and the light gets electrocuted to death. Which is like really dangerous. It's You shouldn't play with electricity. You shouldn't play with electricity, PSA. Um, what a way to die though. Cooked his eyeball. Oh my God. It was gruesome. But it was fabulous. It was fabulous. I loved it. Which also, the film 
kind of gives off more so a vibe of a thriller mm. slash almost a crime. Mm. So when you get these like scenes of just like gore, it, it's quite like, oh, wait, no, this is a horror. Mm. And we get it in sort of specs here and there. I mean, obviously we start with a man being impaled and then this man with the, the light in his eyes, you know, yeah. basically electrifying his brain. But it just, I feel like we get these little bits and then it just gets worse and worse. As the film goes on, it just gets more and more gruesome. And I love that about it. I love yeah. a gruesome, gory film. It's just what you're going to hear in a moment. Comical gore is great. So yeah, Scrooge has found the icicle kill. Santa's killed an ornament guy. Yeah, and they see footage of him on the cameras of Santa Claus fighting. And, and they're, they're like, like, who the fuck is this guy? Who have they hired? So he goes back to the family who are all being held hostage in the living room. And he's like, who is San- this Santa Claus? Who hired him? Yeah. Someone's got to know. They're all like, we don't know because yeah. obviously they don't. And um, he's like, well, someone, one of you has to know. And so to try and get them to talk, he says, um, well, I'll kill one of you then. No, but um, he says, um, I'll kill one of you. And he's like, oh, who should we kill first? Who should we kill first? And then the fucking messy aunt volunteers her brother. She's like, yeah, Jason's the favorite. You should get her. Yeah. Jason's <laughs> the favorite. Like, she'll miss him the most. Can you see your siblings doing that to you? Because <laughs> I can see that siblings doing that to me. I mean, at this point, I would have left. <laughs> as soon as I saw a single sign of trouble, I would have left. So <laughs> your little sister looks out the window at you, you look back at her and then you just go. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> as long as there is a slither of a chance I may one day See be with dip her boy, then I'm I'm not dying here. Okay. No. Fair enough. No, that's my one one reason to live. It's not. Oh my god. You're usually the simp. Why am I simp in this episode? <laughs> Because we had so many episodes. Was it Dead Snow? You were like, where are the hunky men in our episodes? <laughs> and here they are, just for you. Oh, thank you. I feel so that's spoiled. my Christmas present to you. Uh-huh. Girl, it's the best thing anyone's ever got me. A hunky man. I love it. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm wrapped <laughs> up in Santa. What? I was singing up. Oh, my stomach was <laughs> Your stomach was singing too? <laughs> <laughs> so. So she volunteers her brother, which, again, also just adds to the fact of like, this is an insufferable family. Mm. They are not good people. And you do question, like, who are the bad guys here? And I mean, mm. that's kind of the point. Obviously, the money that the family has, they should have never had in the first place. So it's this very big ethical question of like, are these bad guys really bad? I mean, the fact that they're doing this in front of, like, Trudy, you know, this innocent little girl. Yeah. I guess they are bad. She should the children out the fucking room. But I like that it's, like, there's no stakes. Because, like, you don't yeah. care if the family dies. Because they don't, they don't deserve to live. Yeah. Um. So after Santa kills Ornament Guy, I don't know why I keep calling him Ornament Guy. He just dies with an ornament in his head. Um, well, it's, it's a light, isn't it? Yeah, a light. Um, he um he he hears the walkie-talkie on the guy's belt. And he pulls it off. And he messes with the nozzles a bit. And he accidentally changes the like frequency and he hears Trudy talking into her walkie-talkie because her walkie-talkie has headphones. Um, and she's like, San, oh, I messed with the mic. Oh, Santa, please come help me. Um, I'm in dying. <laughs> I'm in dying. I'm in dying. I'm in dying. And he's like, no problem, babe. I'm on my way. Yeah, because he's got a walkie-talkie from, like you said, from the, the bad guy. And he's, yeah. he's on the same, um, what are they called, like, server? Frequency. Frequency as the little girl. Mm. He's like, what's your name? And she's like, Trudy. And he checks his little, like, good list. And he, yeah, he does 
this like magical thing and he like pulls out and it's like a magical list and I love it. Yeah, his his naughty or nice list and Do she's on the nice list and it's like, oh, you know, does well at school, like is kind, is considerate. Which, okay, sure. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you're on the naughty list or the nice list this year? I think I'm on the nice list. I feel like I've not done enough anything to be on any list at all, but I think I've been more good than bad. What about you? I think I've been pretty good this year. Yeah. Yeah. I am sticking to my boycotts. Yeah. I'm going on my marches. Yeah, yeah. I've been pretty good this year. Yeah. yeah. You on the good list? I'm a little okay. good. Okay. I gotta be on the good list, otherwise David Hubbard won't like me. There you go. Oh, you gotta be on the naughty list so you can punish you. I want a lot more than some coal in my stocking. <laughs> He's like, let me put my coal in your stocking, baby. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? Is that a glimpse at Daya's Riz? Is that your... This is why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> let me give you a present, baby. <laughs> let, me, let me think of another one. Maybe something about milk and cookies, I don't <laughs> Come get these cookies! <laughs> need some milk with those cookies. <laughs> oh, gross. I don't want to be here. Um, My mom listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is worse than this. Scrooge talks to Santa on the walkie-talkie. He's like, who the fuck are you? Why are you here? And, and, and Santa's just like, I'm actually Santa. Come to fuck shit up. Yeah, he's like, I'm Santa Claus. And what? And he's like, yeah, but who are you? And he's like, I'm Santa Claus. And what? Yeah, you need the receipts. Absolutely not. Um, And then... And then Scrooge pulls out the nutcrackers and he breaks Jason's finger because he's like, who the fuck is Santa? Who the fuck is Santa? Yeah. And then... <laughs> Jason, I'm, on my notes... One of my notes just says... Jason almost gets his nuts cracked. <laughs> and then, because he wanted to save his balls, he tells Trudy that Santa's not real because Trudy's running around going, I'm talking to Santa. I'm talking yeah, to Santa. And she's like, No, it is really Santa. Like, I know Santa. Like, we, I've been talking to him on a walkie talkie. He's someone who's come to save us. Who is that then? Who is that then? Which is a little scary. I'm not getting groomed again. It's, it's, it's Santa for real this time. <laughs> yeah, I promise. This time we're talking about walkie talkie. It's not kick anymore. <laughs> no, oh my God, kick. Anyway, so so Trudy runs away because, and they a couple of people go in to chase her, but she manages to hide in an attic. Yeah, she manages to hide and she runs away. She gets chased. She hides in an attic, and then, and then we get the scene where David Harbour, Santa Claus, uh, goes to patch himself up. He finds one of the many many rooms in this. Very big home. It's fucking huge. And Why do you have that many rooms and you just don't do anything in them? And half of them have Christmas trees in them. It's true. How many fucking Christmas trees do you have? That's a whole forest. Not enough. Not enough. Rich people, man. I'm trying to... I'm trying to be live like that. Absolutely not. One Christmas tree that you use every year that's made out of plastic. But you've got like... One present for every family member from each person. You don't need to overconsume like that. That's too much. I guess, but if you can. If you can, then you should be benefiting the world. <laughs> Spend your money on Here doing some go. good. Spend some money on doing some good. No, listen. Like, I'm, like I'm a material girl. Spend some money on doing some good, like funding my short film. 
Or, you know, <laughs> you could aid the homeless, the you starving. Give to charity, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, you could fund... My short film. A short film. Get my career started. That is the funniest thing about, like, student films or, like, even just, like, small independent films is that we always, like, have, you know, the GoFundMes. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, here is this, like, especially sometimes, like, this middle-class, like, white boys, like experimental film yeah. and right underneath it is like someone who's like oh i can't afford a funeral for my parents please it's help it's crazy gofundme is actually crazy or well, i remember when we did our gofundmes and we found out someone in our in our year was like rich rich and their family just did the whole thing good for them crazy good for them and and then some people didn't get funded at all because um obviously they they segregated the crews into working class crews and upper class crews. <laughs> <laughs> which no, let's not get into the, the ethics. But you know of which this. films were better. Mm-hmm. Not, not the rich people. Mm-hmm. Not the rich people. Mm-hmm. Watch I'm, someone from my fucking course is gonna watch this episode and be like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> we mean what we mean. There you go. Mean what we mean. Rich people make bad films. <gasps> Look at anyway, <laughs> listen, this is very important. This is very important. Oh. 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 Let's not go into that. It's not horror. No, it's not. So we it's can't horrifyingly talk about bad. About let's that. talk about the Back Scrum to David Harbour. Mm. David Harbour. David's Habilt. He's got tattoos and they're like listen. Viking runes. <sighs> you know this scene was good because <clears> me and Dea, when we watch these films, we take notes. And um, when that scene happened, the room was just oddly quiet. And the only sound you could hear was the clicking of my pen because I had a lot to say. Go on. I had a lot to get down. Read out so what he, you have to say. So he takes off his little Santa coat. I'm set the scene, okay? So he's in this room and it's lit by Christmas lights. I mean, what's that? He's lighting candles. It's very romantic. <sighs> and he, very intimate. He's, he's had like two fights and he's very drunk. So he's a little sweaty. And he takes off his Santa coat and his little shirt underneath. And he bites down on a Christmas ornament. And Santa's got like all these like Viking tattoos, and his body is just, mm. as you said, David Habil. David Habil. Mm. And um, you know, he's got this like big gash on his like side. You know, that he's got a stitch up, yeah. so he bites down on the Christmas ornament. Yeah, just you, you know how how it goes, and he patches himself up with a real uses, rugged like. He uses a um a thread and needle, and he uses a candle to kind of like sterilized needle which we love a man that can do that because come on a man who crafts a man who knows how to sell Ooh. i do love crafty people also it's very similar to the one in dead snow like the he sews himself up with fishing wire in that one so i love seeing how much better this scene is than the one in like his earlier films yeah from the same director yeah also he uses wrapping paper instead of bandages <laughs> which again is such like a cute christmas gimmicky stuff i think if we're going to do Christmas, like, I think it's fun to do that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But God, he was still fine in that scene. Oh, and he's just like, oh. Okay, we got to move on because I'm going to fall off my chair. David Habona. Not funny? Cut that out. <laughs> Cut that out. You get you get a David Habona. <laughs> David bitch. Shut up. And then he talks to Trudy after he's patched himself up. And she's in the attic. And she she asks him about his Mrs. Claus. And he's like, I just, the magic runs out sometimes. It's like, you know, when you've been together for a thousand years. And you're just like, bro, 
What are you They're doing? definitely swingers. You think David, David Habar and Mrs. Claus are swingers? <laughs> I think Santa Claus is a thousand years of marriage. Well, there are a lot of Nissa men up in the North Pole, so yeah. You think they bang in Nissa men? I think they're, yeah, the Nissa men are Christmas elves, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, I don't know, maybe. Well, they're very small, they're like that big, so maybe not. Maybe they use Christmas magic. They get lost up there. What? Maybe they use Christmas magic! That's true, I mean, fair, but maybe, well, maybe they just swing, they just take the sleigh out. They take the sleigh at the night the out. Yeah. They're like night out on the sleigh. With their little upside down pineapples. <laughs> Find another couple and they're just like, ooh. Do you think they fly around the towns and they see any like upside down pineapple like stickers or whatever and they knock on the door and the couple comes out and then they like go up in the sleigh and the sleigh starts shaking. Do you, well, what I imagine is that there's a couple out there who are, are on the good list and their Christmas wish was to swing. And so what they get down the chimney under their tree is literally Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and they're like, here we are. <laughs> like, at, like at the end of every shift, it's like, okay, and now we get to do this, the swing couple. One couple a year. Do you think they save it for, oh, one couple a year only? Oh, damn. You think multiple? Well, I mean, what do they do for the rest of the year? Oh, I guess so. I didn't think about that. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's why he's so tired and drunk all the time because he's every day, he's out there swinging. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the couple's wanting to fuck Santa. I mean, it's, it's his job to fulfill Christmas wishes. And if your Christmas wishes to fuck Santa Claus. Nah, maybe that's why he's so angry at Amazon boxes. Because he's like, oh, that's yeah. what you wanted instead of this. Come on, jelly on Saint Nick. Disgrace. Bring your magic sack. My mum watches these. You want to go back to all the shit you've been saying? <laughs> But I crossed the line. Yeah, you did. Die. <laughs> so Trudy's run off and people have, the rest of the family is still in the living room. And then Krampus is like, why don't we open presents, guys? <laughs> like, wouldn't that not be just so crazy? The Krampus is like the most like unhinged of like the sort of like enemies. Yeah. I've written it, 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 it in order. So. Oh, we've got the actual order here. Come there on. There we go. There we go. No, no, no. Uh, he is the actor you were right so the actor goes and gets the gift that he got for grandma yeah and he opens it and it's a pitch it's a pitch deck for a movie it's a little plastic folder printed out powerpoint of like the crappiest movie pitch I've ever seen and it's like I'm really big in Asia yeah and he wants her to invest in it and he says his gift is the idea his gift is the opportunity Ugh. which go <laughs> Actually. I wanted him to die at that point. Like, actually die. Oh, my God. Again, rich people make terrible films. And then it's a messy aunt, and she gifts her a picture of the day she was born. And grandma goes... I know. I, know, I was there. I was there. Thanks for the reminder <laughs> of how fucking painful it was. It's like, why do I need a picture? I was there. And the aunt's like, we have so many gifts for you, please. She's like, no, it's time for Jason, my favorite son. Yeah. So they go under the tree and he's gotten her a bottle of her favorite liquor. Yeah. And a note. And we don't know what the note says. She reads the note and it's very, it's a very quiet moment. She looks up at Jason. They make eye, knowing eye contact. So there's clearly something mm-hmm. of interest in the, written down that note. And then she slides it into her pocket and, and she like, says, thank you, my favorite liquor. She's like, and then aunt's like, what did the note say? And then she's like, I think we should keep that between me and Jason. Actually. You nosy bitch. Which was kind of slay. Like, grandma, like, she's tough as nails. 
I feel like it'd take a lot to really shake her. Really? I mean, clearly. I'm trying to be like now. I mean, but less evil, hopefully. But just as rich. Okay. Slay. Although, can you be rich and not be evil? <sighs> Those are some tough questions. Shit. Oh, Dolly Parton. Yes, you can. Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> well, before this even, I, um, Santa Claus, while he's um, patching himself up, he does pass out for a moment. Mm. And he has this sort of like flashback of him as like what seems like to be a Viking mm. on a battlefield. And so we're getting a little bit of Santa Claus lore. And it's like, oh, like this is Santa Claus before he was Santa Claus, which is quite yeah. interesting. It's just a little touch though. We just see him sort of looking PTSD Viking soldier. Yeah. But it's very interesting. But interesting because now we've cut back after the presence. We've cut back to Trudy and Santa talking and he reveals he actually was a Viking. Yeah. You didn't have to wait very long for that reveal. No, you really didn't. Um, he's like, I was an evil person. I was a meanie. I killed people with my hammer. Skull crusher. Yeah. Skull crusher. Sorry. Mm. And his name and he was- He ain't talking about it at all. And his mm. name was Nickamund. Which was really cool. Yeah. And he swung his little skull crusher hammer and crushed skulls if he didn't. And, and, he, and she was like, why did you do that? She was, I was mean. I was greedy. And she's like, well, you helped me. And he's like, yeah, maybe I am a good person. You're so right. Yeah, it only took <laughs> thousands of years of what I assume is being cursed to be Santa Claus. Maybe, yeah. That's how I saw it. I saw like he was sort of like cursed to just spend like the rest of his life giving. I think, I think, I don't know if I'd consider it a curse, but maybe like a divine punishment. Yeah. Or um, more like um, reformment, like yeah. divine reformment. Just divine reformment. Maybe it will take you a thousand years, but as long as you're still kicking, you can yeah. you can become a better person. And I genuinely do believe that, actually. Most but people, anyway. It's really good, though. And I mean, it really shows that, like, there are ways to sort of help criminals because the whole point is that once he becomes a good person, he doesn't want to stop being Santa Claus because yeah. he's a good person now and enjoys giving. So it's, like, perfect. But He's he, got a permanent employee. Because he, he, um, he at points in the movie, he, he talks about how he doesn't, like he doesn't like the kids he gives to because he all he does is give 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 and then when he talks to Trudy he kind of realizes that when he does give you know what he does give to these kids is more than just a gift it's in Trudy's case a best friend in her little bunny rabbit or a kite which is her dream to fly you know that kind of thing and that's really important you know yeah he talks to the spirit of the season Aww. of what it's supposed to be anyway <laughs> Instead of just wanton consumerism. Next, the kill squad arrives. You this cut is, to them. This is the kill squad that um, grandma called when or she they're pressed on, the they're button. They're on their way. Like, we've seen them for the first oh, time. Oh, true. They're not arrived yet. They're, hot. they're most of the way there. Yeah, we get to see them on their little, like, yeah. um, what are they called? Little snow skis. Mo snowmobiles. Snowmobiles, that's it. Yeah. They're on their way in their little, like, snow camo. Tommy Wakola likes snowmobiles. I mean, who doesn't? I yeah. want to ride one. I've never ridden one. I really want to ride one. But I feel like... I feel like maybe that I would be a hazard to the people around me. Well, you could just be on the back of someone else's. Oh, yeah, I could cling on. That'd be cute. Mm, cling on to David Hubbard. <clears throat> that is your fantasy. Don't push that onto me. Um, And then at anyway. one point, they just go, fuck that shit up, right? That's such an American thing. I don't know. She's going like to go, yeah, the chanting. Yeah. Or is it just like heterosexual? It's a man, a het man thing. 
Yeah, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't cheer things on. Yeah. No. And then Go Santa. Mm, mm. Go Santa. Santa Claus. And then Scrooge. Your name is Santa. Yeah, you hella fine. Yeah, I want to eat you. Yeah, you going to be mine. Yeah. Santa. Mm, mm, mm. Santa. Santa Claus. You done? You disappointed me. Your parents are disappointing you. So, what happens next? Sam? Scrooge catches Santa. And you're like, oh my god, no! And Santa gets tied up in fairy lights, and then Scrooge trauma dumps on him. He's like, yeah, my dad used to do Christmas really big every year, and then one year he lost his job and he couldn't do Christmas. So then I went next door and tried to steal everyone else. He tried to Grinch them. He should have called but himself he's the Grinch. The, the granddad and the granddad fell down the stairs. Scared him by accident. He was obviously burgling, and then the granddad got scared by seeing him yeah. on, on the stairs at night, and then fell down the stairs and died. And you can see he's really conflicted, like. Yeah. Because he's like, I didn't mean to kill him. Maybe I did kill him. And it was like, wow. No, I mean, yeah, because when you like get That's blamed like a- by everyone around you, you start to believe that you did it. Yeah. But it is your fault. Which, by the way, also, I just say this, but again, surprise, surprise, the villain in a Christmas movie has Christmas trauma. Christmas I was just waiting trauma? for it. I was waiting for it. I was like, tell me, what did Santa not get you? What was it? Apparently, it was a pardon for murder charge. <laughs> <laughs> And then Santa goes round and he's like, well, none of the rest of you have an excuse. You've, um, well, didn't I get you that fucking bike when you were a kid? And Kira, you're on the naughty list because you made your brother eat worms. Yeah, like you were a bitch. Like, what did you expect? And they're like, <laughs> maybe he is Santa. And Scrooge's like, no, who the fuck are you? And then he goes and he lists, Santa lists all the names. And then he went, Yulinison. And as a, as a Scandinavian, I was like, Yulinison. Yeah. I feel okay, so you do chair things on. You suddenly turn to a straight man. Yulinison. <laughs> Yulinison, come so Yuliman, yeah. And then Trudy makes it snow with styrofoam from the attic. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, it's snow. She puts it into sort of like the, the vent the system, the fan, and it co- comes down into the room that Santa Claus is in. Which I, I don't know how. Okay, this is you really have to suspend your disbelief here because I don't know how the little girl would have known that would happen if she put the snow in there. Also, I don't know how she knew it would help. Yeah. But it did. They saw the the snow and they were like, oh wait. Santa Claus made it snow indoors. It must be. Mm. And then, like, they, you know, grab it. And they're like, oh, no, it's just, like, asbestos or something. Scrooge is is like, this is fucking styrofoam. Go up and get that kid. What the fuck are you doing? And then Santa Claus is able to escape. He goes up the chimney. Because he he is, like, um, subdued. But he's right next to the chimney. So he gets to tap his nose. Yeah. And he fairy dusts up the chimney. And he's on the roof now. He's on the roof now. Yeah. And one of the... um, the, the, the guy's witnesses him go up the chimney and is like, oh my God, he went up the chimney. Like, he, he is magical. And Scrooge is like, no, he's not. Like, what do you mean? He's like, well, how else would he fit up there? No human could fit up the chimney. And he's just like, there has to be a way. There's not a way. Yeah. He is Santa Claus. <clears throat> but like, it, it might be it's a pulley system. No. He, magic. He's magic, guys. Everyone knows that about Santa. Yeah, everyone, actually, if you didn't know. Fun oh. fact for Christmas, oh. Santa Claus is magic. So now the kill squad finally gets here and then the grandma's like, oh, fine, we're saved. The kill squad's here and the fucking actor, what he does, is he jumps out the fucking window. Yeah, he sees an opportunity and he flees. He, he, he like does this weird half cartwheel over the sofa and he's like, parkour. And he fucking jumps out the window. He runs, he runs. And he's like, Addy, you soldiers, I'm here. Go and save them inside. There's a, there's a whole thing. And they're like, 
Okay, and then they shoot him. This is the kill squad, by the way. Yeah. Because the kill squad, the kill squad in the wh- white camo have finally arrived, and he thinks that they're the saving but they kill yeah. him. They kill him, and then Which they come... Which also, I don't even remember what scene this was, but the little gay kid gets smacked, <laughs> and I said, he needed that. And so Grandma and everyone's like, oh, you're here to save us? And they were like, actually, no, because we are part of Scrooge's team. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yes, they've been turned. They've double-crossed. Oh, yes. Santa escapes <coughs> into... No. This is when they discover... I'm so sorry. What do they discover? Come on, then, mate. They discover the vault is empty. The kill squad have the code. So they go in, they open the vault, and they're like, what the fuck? The, the vault is empty. Where's the money? Where's the fucking money? Yeah, it should be 300 million there. There's some cash scattered on the floor, but, like, yeah. probably a couple hundred, if not, you know. Barely that. Which doesn't count. Like, what's a couple hundred? Yeah. Compared <sighs> to a million. 300 million. 300 million. And so they obviously run back to the living room where the family's being held hostage and they're like, what happened? Yeah. And then Where's that's the when Krampus goes, why don't we start sh- shooting people randomly? Oh, no, Scrooge says that, sorry. And yeah, Bertrude, we'll kill you one by one until someone t- tells me where the money is. And Bertrude's like, <laughs> I have to use his full name, I can't just say Bert or Gay Kid. Because <laughs> I think Bertrude's so funny. But Bertrude's like, why don't you, what if you accidentally kill the only person who knows where the money is? And then he just goes, fuck you. <laughs> 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 Which, as much as I, I hate the little gay kid, I mean, was... leave it to a little gay kid to be the only logical one. There you go. If, if gay people are good at anything, it's poking holes in your logic. I just wrote Skull Crusher and I had no context. Oh, yes, because Senna obviously escaped onto the roof at this point, but he's made his way into the shed. Yes. In which the Kill Squad have been notified that, oh, because they're really strong now. So Scrooge has let them know there is a Santa Claus on the premises. You need to wipe him out. So, separately to the family situation, Santa Claus is in the shed currently being, I don't want to call it, hunted by this kill squad who are yeah. outside using heat vision, etc. to see if he's yeah. in the barn. And then they all attack the barn at it's once. It's very cute because Trudy's like, if you could wish for one thing. On the on the walkie-talkie, Trudy's yeah. talking to Santa Claus. She, she goes, if you could wish for one thing, what would it be? And he'd be like, to see Mrs. Claus again. And he holds his wedding ring up. And then his wedding ring falls. And it rolls over, rolls over. And it hits a hammer, a fucking sledgehammer. And everyone was, well, I was like, skull crusher, skull crusher. And then... And then there's a kill montage. Kill montage. montage. There is a long fight scene. There's a couple interesting ways that he kills. I mean, obviously he starts with the 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 sledgehammer and he bups in a few heads and it gets gory because he's just smashing heads open like pumpkins. He puts someone's head in a lawnmower. Uh, it was more like a wood chipper. Okay, wood chipper. Yeah, it was a wood chipper. I, I thought it was just a big American lawnmower because I thought that everything was bigger over there. I mean, that's fair. And at one point he finds ice skates. Oh, and yeah. he puts it on his fist like some sort of... Like a boxing glove. And he goes, slices people up. He's like, zoom, zoom, zoom. It's gory, but it's a really good it's scene. It's so fun. Oh, I got an idea. What? What Christmassy item would you use as a murder weapon? There's a lot of good Christmas items you could use as a weapon, though. Um, I don't know. Oh, he also has a candy cane. And he sharpens it in his mouth by sucking on it. Yeah. And then uses that as a blade as well. That was so fucking cool. What's your opinion on candy canes? As a weapon? No, in general. Because some people really hate them. And I really like them. <sighs> I don't know. I, I've had really bad ones. I think that's why it's bad. I've had a good one. And I was like, oh, this is quite nice. I mean, if you like like whatever flavor it is. You know, yeah. peppermint or whatever. But I've had really bad ones for most of my life. And I think that's why I didn't like them. But I've had a good one. So if it's a good one, I don't mind it. But if you don't like hard candy, then you're never going to like it. Really. I like hard candy. 
It's a great film as well. What Christmas <laughs> weapon would I use? I like the idea of like, maybe like a candle because the wax is really hot and then you like shove it in their face while it's still lit and they're like, oh fuck, and then it's in their face and then you go mm-hmm. bah, 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 with your fists. A candle would be cool. I do like that. I mean, I like, and this is a bit classic, but like Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. Not only is that a whip, you could use it to strangle. Time you up. could use it to tie them up. Like you can electrify them as we learn in this film. Then you learn something new. Something new. Yeah. What would be terrible? Like a Christmas stocking. A Christmas stocking. How would, would you kill be, someone with well, that? You could put pool balls in it like Santa did. Oh, that's true. What um, am I talking about? That'd be amazing. Or a really good one would be you smash a snow globe in someone's face. Because the glass. You felt that. Oh my God, we didn't even light the candle. No, we didn't. I looked at it earlier and I went, oh, with no context. I'm going to light the candle now. Can candle is I... lit now. For those who only listen and don't watch like the recorded YouTube versions. We have a candle that we light every episode. And then for the end of the episode, we blow it out. Yeah. This time we used a Christmas calendar candle, but we forgot to fucking light it. Which is behind, I think. Uh, yeah, because if the candle burns so fucking slowly. It's on day 17. Oh, wow. And we're we're recording this on day 20? 21st. 21st, yeah. 21st. Christmas in, in three days. Oh, my God. Do you think I'm going to edit it in time? I guess we'll find out when it's been uploaded. What would be bad? Maybe if you just had a Christmas tree. <laughs> you just beat them and it doesn't work because it's in plastic. <laughs> uh, a turkey, maybe, would be bad. I don't eat turkey for Christmas. No, it's too dry. What do you Which, have? by the way... It's only dry because I don't get to cook it. Because I feel like if I was able to cook a turkey, it wouldn't be dry. Because you've based it properly, innit? Yeah. Put loads of liquid on it. It's just easier to just do a chicken. Especially when you're just trying to cook for some people and you have so many dishes to do. Yeah. Like, just do a chicken and it would just be moist without as much effort. My family does duck for Christmas. Oh, is that a Danish thing or just a you thing? Um, well, we've always had duck and I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's a Danish thing. We have other like traditional dishes, like there's a like rice puddingy thing. Is that a thing that the Nissa meant to eat? Oh, you look uh, that's like a porridge type thing. I, we've not really had that. Um, but when we when we when we stay in England for Christmas, we we just kind of do our own thing. But we've had like risotto and and duck one year. That oh was really wow, good. risotto for Christmas. Well, because we love my me and my sisters are obsessed with risotto. Fair enough. So like delicious and cheesy. Mm. I could do with some risotto right now. I hate cheese. That's for another episode. Okay, so it turns out Jason was the one who fucking stole the money. Yeah, Jason, Trudy's dad. Yeah. And when he had given the gift to grandma and she opened that card. That's what what it said. This card said, I took all of your money, you bitch, and I hid it. Now his plan was to take the money, hide it, and then the next morning. Grandma would open it and and him and his family would already be gone. Yeah, with the money. Yeah. Um, and his wife is like, but we wanted you to get rid of your family's influence. Why the fuck would yeah. you steal the money? Like, you're so obsessed with the money. That's so why like, we're all having problems. All of problems are because of your family's money. And now you've done this. This yeah. was your solution to your problems, which are all about money. Stupid. Which, too much of it. Fucking idiot. Oh, and the, the bad guys, the bad guys find Trudy. And there's a fucking Home Alone scene in it. But it's gory as shit. Someone's na- a nail goes through someone's head. And then he falls back down onto like sharp, jagged nails and shit. And then um, at one point, she throws bowling balls at this girl. And she falls. And, and the, the girl's in the, in, the, in the super glue on the floor. And the back of her, she almost fucking scalps herself. Because she rips her head up and... She's got a bald spot with blood there now. Yeah. That hair's not growing balls, back. Like, roll down out of the sort of like the attic ladder. Yeah. And landing on a man who was like 
pa- half passed out on the floor. Yeah. Crushing him, basically. Yeah. And then... um. Oh, he has a, he trips on the ladder. Yeah. And a nail that's been put there goes through his yeah. his chin. Like, did you focus on all the things? Did you talk about the nail bed on the floor? Yeah, I did. Did you talk about the nail in the, the jaw? I know I just did, but I just started checking. Yeah, I did. Um, The bowling ball's coming down. Yeah, and I talked about the super glue. Stepping on the glass, like, light Oh, bulbs. no, I didn't. The thing is, yeah. is that it's such a Home Alone fucking scene because... In the Home Alone, they take off their shoes and they fucking have injuries to feet. And I can't deal with injuries to feet. That scene with the nail in Home Alone, I still can't watch it. Yeah. But in this one, it's worse because you just see the glass shards yeah. going into her foot. Oof. And Oof. that's what makes her fall, right? Yeah. And she falls <laughs> into the super glue. And, and then eventually she comes up and the kid, like, she's almost there. She almost grabs the kid. And then Santa comes. Before that even, the kid starts swinging. Um, Bricks yeah. on string. Yeah, bricks on a string, smashing the bitch up. But then she finally gets through it all. About to get the kid. And then... And then Santa comes and she's and he's he knocks the woman over, the woman who's attacking Trudy. And he says, Trudy, do your uh, put fingers in your ears and sing Jingle Bells really fucking loudly. And so she's like, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. And he goes over to the woman in the back who he's just knocked over. And he's like... What do you say? He's something about like, people who hurt kids or something like that. Yeah. And he takes his hammer... And he smacks her on the head with it and she's dead now. Then it cuts back to outside because it turns out he hid the money in a stupid place because he hid it in the manger. Wouldn't you, like, if you're stealing the money and you're going to hide it somewhere else, would you not hide it, like, in your car or, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I wouldn't hide it in the house but it's, or in the garden. So he hid it in a nativity scene in the garden. It's really weird because I didn't expect this family to have a nativity scene because I just didn't think they were, like, religious Christmas people, if that makes sense. Yeah. But they take um, Jason and um, his wife. Yeah. No, not his wife. Just Jason and grandma. Take Jason and grandma. And grandma's so proud of him. She's like, yeah, I had to do the same thing to my dad. <laughs> She's like, oh, I knew you were a snake just like me. I raised you well. <laughs> yeah. And so um, while they're out there, what happens inside is Krampus, you know, the unhinged enemy. He's left alone with, uh, you know, Trudy's mom. Trudy's mom, messy aunt and Bertrude. And he's, kid. he gets told to kill them all. And they decide, no, it's time for some family bonding. Yeah. And they kill his ass with fire pokers. Because he's like, oh, who do I kill first? Who do I kill first? And they just like overpower him. Oh. And they have an argument on who gets to be killed first. They're like, you should kill the gold digging bitch. You should kill the alcoholic bitch. Don't talk to my mum that way. <laughs> <laughs> but then they just spend like this is why 20 could... seconds just like whacking him with like whatever yeah. weapon they each picked up. And they're like, is he dead? And he like opens his eyes and then she shoves the fire poker into his head. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's dead now. I, this is why you shouldn't kidnap me and Tyrese because we'd be that annoying. We'd be like, no, you should kill him no, first. No, you should kill her first. You kill him first. No, because listen. And then we'd make fun of you. Yeah. Like, wow, you wore that balaclava to come mm, kidnap us? Disgraceful. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Our last kidnappers took us to a nicer warehouse. Yes, things in here. <laughs> <laughs> you poor or something. Um, listen, I stare death in the face and I make fun of it because I'm scared because I'm gay <laughs> <laughs> because I'm gay so I accepted the fact that I was probably going to die anyway and then Oof. and then Santa comes down um, with Trudy and they're reunited Trudy and her mom, and he's like right where's everyone else and he's like who can use one of these gizmos he calls a gun a gizmo and he throws it at Trudy's mom because she's like oh I hunt my dad once and she's like oh 
Yeah. Because it's a heavy ass gun. And he's but she just, takes that gun and she she womans up and she says, she okay, let's up. go. Yeah, she womans up. She mothers up more like she was like, yeah. my daughter's out there. Mother. If I could have shoot a gun, I'm going to shoot a gun. Mother. So yeah, Santa goes outside uh, to fight and to find them. Uh, Trudy's mum is shooting from up on the balcony. Um, at the people, there's a whole gunfight that happens. I mean, Santa Claus even joins in and he he makes a snowball and he throws a it magical at snowball. A magical snowball adds a little yeah. to it and he throws it at someone and they die, like die from the snowball. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and then Mama's like, you know, behind one of the cars yeah. from a distance, using the the Mama with the blicky. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> what do you call it? Like covering. Yeah, Which, covering him. Also, she she's not got the best aim, so it's almost. Because she's, she's just a normal person. No, I know, but also it's like, oh, I'll cover you. And it's like, oh, you, you might kill him. Yeah. But, you know. And at one point... At one she point, gets a couple. Yeah. At one point, Santa shoves a grenade under someone's clothes and he runs away and he's like, oh, I gotta watch this. Yeah. And then he, he watches someone blow the fuck up. I relate to that. So, the morbid curiosity in he's that. He's like, oh, I gotta see this. He shoves it down in his like, jacket and he, he generally walks away as like the nice person he is. And he's like, oh, let me just let him die and I'll pay my respects. He's like, nah. I gotta no, see this. What is it like? He's still a Viking at heart. <laughs> so the guy explodes from the inside out, it feels like. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then, what was it? A few of the people run away with, um, with the money. Yeah, and Santa Claus goes after them. Yeah. Leaving. Trudy's mum. And dad. And dad. With the last enemy standing there. Yeah. And they have a joint kill together because she runs out of bullets. Yeah. So they just start whacking him with anything they <laughs> They whack him with a baby Jesus. But it's very cute. It's very like, again, yeah. it's that like makeshift, winging it yeah. vibe. And it's very fun. And it's their moment of like, oh, bonding back together as husband yeah. and wife, killing a man. Yes, absolutely. But for the sake of saving their daughter, which is, makes it okay. Yeah. And then they kiss, <laughs> they kiss at the end. They kiss. They do. After they kill a man. Yeah. After they kill a man. If you if you're not killing someone with your partner, like what are you even doing? Yeah, are you even in love? Are you in love even? Yeah, and then there's a really cool chase scene because Santa's on a sled, and um, because, um, which was the actual basket that Jesus was, was in, but he was like, nah, I'm gonna belly slide on it <laughs> and jump onto a snowmobile because he's badass. Yeah, and he fights people on the snowmobile, and then he's controlling the snowmobile, and Scrooge is, is standing, and he's like, come get me, Santa, come get me, and then he. Dashes out of the way just in time, and it turns out he was standing in front of a big ass rock. Yeah, or like a tree stub. Yeah. And so Santa hits it with the the. the and it flies off, girl. and you're like, oh my god! And he flies out off into what a seems ruins. to be like a, a ruins of like a house or a building, like an old house maybe. Yeah, it's kind of like broken down. It's got like three walls, it's maybe got three like two walls and a half. And a chimney. Yeah. And no roof. This is just like randomly in the woods. Yeah. Uh. In. In the compound, in the family compound, like how are you that rich and you still have creepy ruins? Or is it intentional to have creepy ruins? I would have creepy ruins in Maybe my it was garden just a really if I was old building rich. And it's like, oh yeah, no, that like our family used to live in that zone. So. I don't know. I'd have creepy ruins if I was a rich person, just to scare the grandkids or whatever. You tell them like fake stories about like how. Oh, absolutely. And then and little then little kids die here if they misbehave. And then if anyone ever tried to rob me, my punishment would for them would be I'd tie them up and I'd leave them in the ruins for like a night, and they'd be shit scared. That is scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, make well, that's a really good form of defense though. Like making people believe that you're like houses surrounded by like creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, the the, ha- the, ha- the like, woods around my house are haunted and no one would like, rob you because they'd be like, oh my God, it's so scary. Yeah. Like Blair Witch, innit? Yeah. And then, so Santa crashes into stuff and there's fire everywhere and everyone's like, oh my God, Santa's going to, Santa's going to fucking die. And Scrooge is like, Christmas dies tonight. Christmas dies tonight. Yeah. 
I mean, it feels very cool. And then him and Santa Claus start fighting after Santa Claus recovers sort of from being on the floor. At first, Santa Claus is kind of getting like a little whooped because he's like, obviously he's very yeah. disorientated. But eventually like Santa Claus holds his own. And it's really cool because it's this, it feels like this mixture of sort of an action film and this like combat and fighting mixed with horror and this intensity and fear, but also mixed with this almost like fantasy. Mm-hmm especially with the music that plays it was just a lovely combination of like christmas jolly but also like like in, intense horror mixed with like a little bit of like fantasy it was just very very yeah. cool fight to watch and listen to especially i thought and the way he kills scrooge is fabulous because what he does is he grabs scrooge and he touches his nose and they both go up this chimney right and then obviously because scrooge isn't magic he gets crushed and out of the out of the chimney blood splatters go everywhere yeah. And Santa comes out and then... And then the leader of the kill squad oh, is he's still, still alive. alive. So he comes back and he... I believe he's the one that shoots up Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, he shoots Santa after he kills Scrooge. And then uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. And then the camera pans and Grandma's right next to the, the kill squad leader with a gun to his head. And she's like, shut up, bitch, or whatever she says. And she shoots him in the head. Everyone thinks Santa's going to die. And everyone's like, I believe in you, Santa. I believe in you, Santa. Because the whole family gathers around him. But then he lives. And then the reindeer come back. And then he comes back to life. And then his reindeer do finally appear. And they have their little jolly moment. He's like, oh, you shitty, annoying reindeers. Or you yeah. abandoned me. And then he goes in the sleigh and um, finds a new magic bag. And he was like, oh, you guys went and got this for me. Oh, you, I can never be mad at you. Yeah. And then he takes out something from the bag. And it's his skull crusher, his original skull crusher, mm. with a little note on it from Mrs. Claus that says... Thought you might need this. And I thought it was so cute. It was late, but it was so cute. <laughs> was she so still cute. loves him. She still loves him. So obviously, the reindeer went back and were like, oh, he's in trouble. And they got him spare, his spare bag. And he was shouting at the reindeer before. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I hate you. And then he up. saw what was in the sleigh. And he's like, I can't stay mad at you guys. Yeah, you guys are cute or sweet or whatever. You care about me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Santa uh, flies off into the sunset. Into the moon. Yeah. And he goes, ho, ho, ho. Right? Yeah. So cute. Love this movie. I think I had such a great time. And the movie's over. I really liked the film. Okay, so just um well that was the end that is the end of the film. Yeah. Overall thoughts? I quite liked it. I'd give it a four out of five and a heart. Love that. I give my I think I gave us three point five again and a heart, but that's just because I rate letterbox weirdly. Um I just I quite enjoyed it. I loved the, the goofy fun of like a, it being a Christmas film. I love the way that they utilize Christmas in the horror. And there's so many Christmas songs in it. It's so yeah. fun. Really gory. So good. The mild elements of comedy. It was just fun and it made me feel Christmassy. And uh, I liked that there was some interesting stuff. So as much as it was like, oh, it's not the most revolutionary story ever. I liked that the family wasn't a family that you cared about or wanted yeah. to even see live. And I think that was an mm. interesting dynamic as an audience to yeah. be like, I don't care if they die, but they're so fucking funny and dysfunctional. And Santa Claus, you know, is just as dysfunctional in, in his own sense. It's just fun it, to see just like a, a mess of a situation rather than just a heroic story of a hero getting it right yeah. constantly. I, I think it's a really great movie. I, I've added it to my Christmas lineup. I bought it on Blu-ray. So I'm I'm watching that every year now. Um, and if you're home for Christmas this year, take some time to watch the movie, I think. Yeah, it's got classic horror gore and it's kind of like a mixture of Home Alone and like Die Hard with like Christmas 
Yeah. Hilarious. It's really good. It's really good. I liked it. I did. Yeah. But you, you have to understand it's silly, it's funny, and it's fun. Mm. But it's gory, and it's cool. It's more of an action thriller than a horror, but we thought because yeah. it's so gory, we thought we'd add it into the plot anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? He shoves a man through a chimney and shreds him into... Fully. But weirdly enough, it's one of the most child-friendly films we've covered on the pod. <laughs> like, my sister's walked in in parts, and she's just been like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> Although we don't recommend watching it. No, don't watch it with kids. <laughs> Please don't. But still, um, yes. You got some fun questions. Usually we rank the villains, but this is just a group of people like in They Them. Do you want to rank Mr. Scrooge on the villains? Okay, cool. We'll, we'll do Mr. Scrooge because he's yeah. like the main bad guy. Yeah. Um, I do think that Scrooge in this film is definitely more dangerous than Kevin Bacon. Yeah. From They Them. They them. But he's less dangerous than, than everyone else. Yeah, than Marcilla, Boogeyman, or um the Nazi zombies. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna put Scrooge second to last. Second to last? Yeah, yeah. makes sense. On fineness level though, on how fine they are. Where are you well, putting um... him, huh? Cause I don't know what was going on but you was judging me we're not judging but you yeah, were making but a big I deal mm-hmm. I wasn't you was making a big sim- deal out of me simping for David Harbour but the whole time you was you was getting a little fluttery over Scrooge I don't know what it is because it's like this this act is like a normal person and I don't I don't find them like very attractive in any, any other film but in this film <laughs> in this film I'm like oh he kind of cute <laughs> I love a little traumatized little man love it you want you want to tell me about Christmas? <laughs> you want a trauma time? I'll give you a little present. <laughs> the present is therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> the one thing Santa Claus couldn't get him. If he could, he could have prevented this whole thing. Yes. I have one last question. Get him like a, a better help coupon. <laughs> I have one last question before we end the pod. Okay. And what, if you were in a Christmas action movie, what would your one-liner be? You go first, Korea. Even though this was my question and I gave people, uh, I gave you a time to think about it, I actually forgot. So I'm going to have to come up with one on the spot, unless you want to tell yours first. I also forgot. <laughs> That's why I said you. I like, I like the idea of like, like throwing a grenade and then going, deck the halls. I don't Ooh. know. That's awful. Ooh. It's so bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Can't beat the Boxing Day one. That was so fucking good. That was good. But you got like the classics. So it's like, you're on my naughty list. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Well, well, we hope you have a good Christmas if you're celebrating. There won't be snow this Christmas. Just blood. That's awful. No. No. Let's just stop. We've we've tried. We've tried. Cookies and creams. More like cut up your spleen. I have to go. Jingle bells. More like... You're going to hell. We hope you're having a good Christmas if you're celebrating, if you're choosing die, not to. Die, die, We hope you're having a good Christmas <laughs> this year if you celebrate. If you don't celebrate, you know. Have a happy holiday either happy way. Happy holidays, yeah. Enjoy the, the winter and the cold. Yeah. This is a really fun episode. It is a good film. Yeah. You really should go, go watch check it out. Violet Knight. Oh, what would your code name be? Oh, my Christmas code name. If you want Scrooge's team, my movie Mrs. Claus because I'm trying to get with David Harbour, but you know, um, what would yours be? Probably like <laughs> you look all 
Yeah. <laughs> Christmas porridge. <laughs> Christmas porridge. Yeah. It's been a great episode. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Look Have a good winter. Look forward to the next one. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Hi, we do need to discuss something more serious. Uh, the next National March for Palestine is happening on January the 13th. We know our platform is small, but if we can motivate one person to learn more about Palestine, then we'd like to do that now. Uh, in the meantime, or if you can't go, keep boycotting, keep divesting, keep talking about it, and keep learning. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>